Hey everyone, J Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Want to show your support for Tabletop for the End of the World? Then check out our merch store on Teespring at teespring.com slash stores slash market. We have all new merch on a store like the Torrens Gym Tank or the Ahoda the Rich Hoodie. We even carry stickers featuring the characters from It Comes From Within, the Patreon-exclusive podcast where our Tfue cast are forced into a sinister game played by an eldritch god. All this and more available on our store, so be sure to get yourself something while supplies last. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. I, Robin, am back. Why are you out there again? The mutants. The telepathic or something. Best buddy, you're okay? Yes, best buddy, I'm real now. I am your pure one. Oh no. Will you guys leave here with me? Once we go through here, I don't know... What kind of guards Porterblad has on the wizard? Well, why don't we ask the Devil Knight? Well, there's a team of spellcasters up there manipulating the wizard's magic in order to create the ultimate illusionary defense system. It sounds like a horrible plan. Well, Twilight, I was going to give you control over your demonic bloodline. Power! Heat! Heat! Oh, that's not good. No, Elijah, if you want to lead the people, you need to have pizzazz. By the time you reach the top of the stairs, there's a thick carpet of greenery. This feels like a lie. We're likely deep inside the defenses now. Notice two faces. These are called mind flayers. Mm. You see a brain in a jar. The Lord Alfonso talks to the hunter, so the hunter will stop killing us. Cast the biggest dispel you've ever cast. Twilight starts going in the direction of the robin in the woods. I'll be back, guys. Twilight, Torin, and Vert, and Tabilica are all chained to a wall on the far side of a room. Good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I, Robin, am back once again with your daily wisdom. I am here to lead you all to a newfound era of daily wisdom and celebration of everything that makes Duraki great. Which reminds me, it would seem you have all forgotten who you have to thank for your wonderful lives. Our amazing overseers who work tirelessly for our best interest. And to those of you who believe they are out of touch, might I remind you that they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps with nothing but one hundred million dollars bestowed upon them by their own parentage. They were able to take control of true reality and turn it into the paradise we all know and love today. Our beloved overseers are living proof that anyone, and I mean anyone, can achieve anything they set their hearts and minds to. You simply have to believe and have millions upon millions of disposable income. I've said it once and I will say it again. 
For those of you naysayers who say achieving that level of success is impossible, perhaps you should consider not being so poor and lazy. Look, I'm glad you guys picked me up, but why are we back in the Stalking Labyrinth? We could be taking out Robin's Tower. We could take down the Overseers with this beast. We need to be careful about this, Manny. Careful? We have everyone in here with us. No problem, Emmanuel. This is necessary. The Labyrinth doesn't have enough resources for us. And at least the Leviathan is mobile. Ah, this is exactly what got us in trouble in the first place. We don't act quickly enough. We, we have almost died time and time again, Manny. I... I... I'm not mad at you. I know you were just trying to help with Ren, but... I mean, look at him over there with Jay. We don't have to make everything a weapon. And we don't have to make every situation a fight. We can figure out another way. Hey, Jay. You ready? Huh? Oh. Yeah, uh... <clears throat> Liam? Ren? Not food. Comprehend. Shamok. Ass. I recognize you. Ass. Are you teaching Liam how to curse? Oh, he knows how to curse. He just didn't know how we curse. Don't think I haven't heard him in his chrysobuds talking horseshit about me this entire time. <laughs> I guess not. Huh. So you guys uh, ready to play? Oh, we're gonna have to if we want to get them helping us with moving again. They do like staying on a consistent schedule, don't they? Crystal. Attend. Gods, they're alive. You get used to it. Almost. So last time we checked, you were, uh, punching rabbits. Or I should say you were blowing up rabbits with fire spells. Uh, you're trapped in an illusion created by two mind flayers as they stand around a brain in a jar. And Having been thwarted by the DM, I guess I tossed the key over to Vert. Vert has the key now. Mm. And we said we are rolling initiative, so let's get it going, boys. Whoop, whoop. Does uh, Twilight went after the red bird? Am I rolling initiative still? Yeah, because you're going to hear this going on behind you. Roll initiative for ignoring it. 11. 11 also. Okay, who wants to go first? Wait, what did Kevin roll? <laughs> I got a 10. <laughs> uh, Torn, you go before Twilight. Twilight's uh, chasing a bird. All right, so what are we fighting? Every bunny. Every bunny. Yeah. So sorry, yeah. you said who's going first between you and Torin? I guess I'm going first. Uh, Torin. Torin. Cool. So what's happening, Mitch? What you're going to see around you is all of the bunnies snap their necks looking at you. They're all dead now? They're so all, they're dead, all dead, now. dead now. Never mind. <laughs> all the bunnies do something <laughs> different. So they all just rolled once and broke their own necks. <laughs> what you see is nothing. All the rabbits look at you, turn and look at you very quickly <laughs> in a way that could be described as snapping to you. And you are going to be swarmed by white rabbits, Torin Invert. Uh, so hold on a one segundo. Wait, what did the rabbits roll? That's what I'm, that's what I'm figuring out. Uh, apparently garbage. Oh, this is going to be a good night. So two rabbits are going to jump at Torin. Three rabbits. Oh, sweet God. Torin, your, uh, your armor class. That's real, real good, right? That's 18? Yeah, it's uh, 18 without the shield now. With the shield, it would be 20. 
None of these are even getting close. Let's attack Vert next. <laughs> oh, there we go. These rabbits are attacking recklessly, as we talked about before. There we go. Three hits. One nat 20. Mm. Bye, Vert. Call upon your dragon heritage and slap them with your dragon dicks. All of them. So you're going to take a combined total of some damage. Hmm. Take 0.5 damage. I don't know how I did this. So you're going to take a combined total of some damage. And the reason I said some damage is because as the rabbits bite into you, you realize you're not feeling any pain from the attacks. You see four small wounds have opened on your body where they've bitten you, but you're not feeling any of the pain. You do not know how much HP you have remaining. Great. Eh, it's probably fine. You seem to be hovering slightly above half right now. The next in the initiative is Ripped Carla. Now, Ripped Carla, not so happy about Vert trying to blow up other rabbits. Ripped Carla is going to attack recklessly. It's going to hit Vert. Wait, how close am I to Vert? Uh, I think it'd be fair to say you're right next to him. Can we say I have my shield out and use uh, protection? Absolutely, you so can protect. So I can uh, attack a target other than me. Or wait, when I see a... Ah. Those were kind of words you just said. It's within five feet of me, and I can I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on its attack roll. Okay, so it's just a normal attack then. So protection just imposes disadvantage on the... Uh... So yeah, you've negated it. Good job, Torin. You've saved Manny a... Or uh, you've saved Vert a world of hurt. Just clang with my shield real quick. Oof, yeah, cut it out. Two giant rabbit fists are going to clang against your shield as you defend. And then it goes to Vert... How close together are these things? Uh, they are swarming Wait. you, and there seem to be like a hundred of them. What the turn order? I'm confused now. In the turn order, uh, Vert got a 13, right? No, he got a 10. No, he got a 10. Yeah. I'm back up. I'm backwards. Sorry. Next. After Torn, it's Twilight. Yeah, screw what I said. So next torn, in the turn Twilight order. Hurt. Next in the turn order is Twilight. Yep. I was going after that red bird. Where is it at? <laughs> uh, perception check. Protection can be used as a reaction, so it doesn't negate my turn. That's right. No, I just I just had my turn orders wrong. So I feel like we skipped my turn uh, because I was gonna go first, then Twilight. Yeah, you just skipped Torn. Torn still has his. You said he's next. All right. Okay. Yeah. Also, I did get a fifteen for that perception for later. But, okay, yeah. we'll we'll hit that in a second. Torin, you're next. So, how many enemies are there? Uh, like a hundred rabbits and one especially large rabbit. Am I able to make the switch to Hydrofang? Sure, we can do that as a bonus action. Okay, so I swap to Hydrofang after having saved Vert's ass. Mm. Finally using that ability. <laughs> what has it been? An entire, if this were a show, almost the entire season? Yeah, basically. Anyway, what are you doing now with Hydrofang? Who are you cutting up? Rabbit or big rabbit? I guess I'll go for the big rabbit. Sounds good. Roll them attacks. Are you attacking, are you attacking recklessly? No. Okay. Uh, the rabbit attacked recklessly, so you actually already have advantage against it. So rolling to hit. Mm-hmm. With advantage. 13 plus my strength of 3 and the proficiency 3, so 6, and it's a plus 2 weapon. Let's just say I hit. Yeah, it's probably fair. Plus the advantage, so yeah, yeah let's mm -hmm. just assume I hit. Go ahead, you hit. Okay, so it's a 1d12 slashing plus my strength bonus. Mm-hmm. Which one's the d12 again? I have Okay, here it is. It's a die we rarely use. Get used to it, man. That's going to be your big, uh, your bread and butter die now. So I did five damage because two plus three. Oh, man. Does it get the plus two from the plus two weapon? Yeah. Okay, so, so seven. seven. 
But uh, damage. you get another attack, uh, right? You get two attacks. After deals killing blow to a devil, next attack deals 1d6 of... But uh, this doesn't count, I'm guessing. But yeah, I can do a second attack. So roll to hit. Let's just say with all the pluses, a 14 is high enough. It is not a four. Oh, a 14 with all your pluses? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with all my pluses, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. six is my normal plus. Yeah, so yeah, have 20. You, what have you uh, done to yourself by letting me be a paladin of this weird caliber? I balance you out by not giving you religion. <laughs> you say that like you're plotting uh, the, it like my math thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> the pettiness. I, uh, it finally came back around. It worked in my favor. <laughs> He's finally free. He'll <laughs> drop the shackles from his wrist and go off to be Robin Williams. I mean, what? Okay, so... Four plus the three plus the two of the weapon. Uh, four plus three plus two is nine. Yeah, so nine damage. Absolutely. Yeah, you uh, you cut into ripped Carla with your scythe, and it lets out the noise rabbits make when they are injured, which is terrible. Oh, Aww. Twilight, go! Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm going after the bird. What's the bird doing? Bird flying. Bird is escaping okay. through the woods, uh, just ripping through them them woods. If you dash, you could catch up to it. Okay, uh, I'm gonna dash after this bird. Okay, the bird is just outside of your reach, and as you uh, are going after the bird, you're going deeper into the forest, and you see ahead of you is a cabin. Uh, and this cabin has a, a drying rack full of rabbit pelts. And the bird flies into the window of the cabin, uh, and the window shuts behind it. Uh, but you can't see in. Can can I approach the cabin, or does that count as my turn? That was uh, you, you dashed, so that was does your Twilight turn. Does Twilight notice a bunch of college students and one Chris Hemsworth in the cabin in the woods? It's not that cabin in the <laughs> woods. <laughs> Ghost of Vert, good movie though. Hey, so these um, things are all like there are hundreds of these little rabbits sort of mobbing around. Yes. Okay. Is there any way that I can step so that the rabbits that are trying to mob me are also in line with the uh, big rabbit, Carla? Oh, you're trying to set up a line? Uh, yeah, you could you could circle yeah. around. I think some of the rabbits are going to try to take attacks of opportunity on you. I mean, I don't have to get all of them. Just I'd, I'd like to get the ones that are immediately on me plus that. You'd like to clear a path. Yeah. Sure. I think you, you've got that line now if you wanted to have. Yeah. Well, that's perfectly fine. Then, then uh, I'm going to do a lightning bolt. Go ahead. Oh. We have to save, right? Yeah. That, which one is that? Dexterity saving throw? Mm-hmm. Would that be with disadvantage from the uh, attack they did? Nah. Huh? That's only, that's if you're attacking them, not if they're saving. Okay. Well. It's vaguely different. The rabbits are going to get 17, so I think they're going to pass, but it might not matter based on how much damage you do. Uh, also true. <laughs> Ripped Carla is going to fail. Ooh. It's 31 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. So all the rabbits in the line just evaporate. Uh, they did not have enough health to deal with that. Uh, and Ripped Carla is going to go down to a knee. She looks just about dead. But yeah, you've now ripped a path ahead of you, and you still have your movement. Uh, I'm actually going to sort of look around. Where? Where? Oh, crap. Where's Twilight? And then run off in that direction. Okay. Uh, I'll allow it. We should all split up so they run out of... Ram in the graphics card. The <laughs> <laughs> memory, the memory chips attack them. Make them load too much environment. All right, everybody over here, jump up and down. Everyone over here, say your name backwards. Everyone over here, 
Do a bunch of spins in a circle while patting your head and rubbing your belly. And Twilight just falls through the ground, flop, falling, and then just spawns back at where they were, confused. <laughs> Gets stuck in a wall and uncontrollably shake. All the rabbits just turn to cubes. <laughs> Everything pixelates. <laughs> oh, we're dumb. Some dude finally says, oh, you're awake. <laughs> hey, you. You're finally awake. <laughs> Ripped Carla's next. <laughs> no, no, the rabbits are next. So, uh, uh, Vert, you headed off in that direction. The dead rabbits take their turn. The rabbits that are not dead. Uh, you killed 20 out of about 100 with your lightning bolt. Wow, so that's like that's like there's there's 10 whole rabbits left. This one's going to recklessly attack. Uh, does a 17 hit? Yes. Okay, that one will hit. Okay, you'll take some damage from that. Quick, construct a Tesla coil. Elon Musk's weapon of death. That one's going to miss. And the last one, 17 again. So that one's going to hit. You take two more bites from rabbits that are jumping at you. One of them sinks their teeth in real far. The other one barely grazes you. You feel like you're at about half. So that was your the attacks of opportunity as you ran away. Next, Debilica is going to break out her nunchaku staplers. And she is going to start taking some lives. She's going to spin up a couple of nunchucks. And then as rabbits uh, like start getting near her, she's going to start... Pop, 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 pop. Uh, and she's going to clear out two of them and uh, start making her way behind you guys. Uh, the rabbits are attacking! Torin, look out! They're recklessly attacking you! Uh, 18 is going to miss. Another one is going to... Uh, yeah, you're I don't even need my shield out to be at 20 armor class. No, they just like run headfirst into your armor and then bounce off. Uh, attacking Debilica. Oh my god, a th three and a four. That one will hit her. Oh no. Oh no, Debilica got a big bite in her. Uh, but you can't tell for how much damage exactly. It felt like something bit her on the buttocks. It did though. Ooh, and that one will get her too. Oh god, okay. So twice uh, on Debilica these rabbits have rolled max damage. Uh, and uh, Vert, coming to you. That one's gonna miss. And that one's gonna hit. Yep, one more hits you, Vert. Mm. Uh, Vert, you see you're losing uh, substantial amounts of blood, but you don't feel any pain. Great. Yep. Uh, goes to... Twilight. If Torn just went. Nope, goes to Rip Carla. Now Rip Carla's gonna punch. Uh, another reckless attack. 18. Darn it. I want to hit Torin. Ping, ping, <laughs> ping, 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 ping. Yeah, don't worry about it, Torin. Once again, you take two, you catch two rabbit fists on your shield as the injured ripped Carla tries to... I don't to even have my shield out. You just block them. I couldn't beat 18. It's time for bigger enemies. Torin, uh, go ahead. You're the one who chose illusion rabbits. You don't get to complain. That's fine. They'll kill you with numbers. That is true. Manny has proven time and again he doesn't do math. Got him. I don't need math if I don't lose health. Can I say I'm just swinging in like a broad arc with Hydrafang against like the multitude of rabbits to hit multiple? We'll say that works, yeah. You're just clearing a path in front of you? With a broad? Yeah, just basically like Swinging to hit weeds. Sure. It is a scythe. So one swing, two swing. Let's see if they hit. 17 plus everything. Let's assume that hits. Yeah, that got it. 14 plus everything. Let's assume that also hits. Against plus, rabbits? It's just, yeah. yeah. It's just an entire field of rabbits. I probably couldn't miss if I tried. You probably can't. Uh, roll damage on them two attacks, though. There's the first damage. Ooh, that's a 12. 12's pretty good. Uh, Plus yeah. two. 
plus three from my strength bonus. <laughs> so oh, twelve yeah. plus five. So I hit them for seventeen. Oh yeah, you you take That's like the first swing. Take like five rabbits in front of you, and you just and you kill them all. Cute little cuddly fur and blood goes everywhere. All right, a five plus five, so ten. Oh, that didn't kill the second batch. Oh, really? Yeah, they're they're standing in front of you, uh, fangs at the ready. Although they were attacking recklessly, so you can. Oh yeah, don't I get advantage? Well, you already hit. I mean, unless you want to roll for a nat twenty. Nah, I'm good. All right, uh, Twilight, you found the cabin. Yeah, so I did want to ask you. I'm not technically in combat anymore, right? Do I still need to move in this way? This is just a way for me to keep track of time. Fair enough. Yeah, so Twilight... Goes into the basement and starts messing with random bric-a-brac that summon monsters. <laughs> Twilight goes up to the goes up to the cabin and goes, Oh, I hope I find a dark book made out of skin. Just kidding. And knocks on the door. Joss Whedon answers. Hello? Yes, Joss Whedon answers. Oh my god! The door opens, and standing in front as of you... As it does. As one do, um, sometimes. The door opens. On the other side of the door is a man with a a woodcutter's axe. Uh, he's wearing a, a woolen hat and a flannel button-down shirt, boots, and big blue jeans. And he says... Are we fighting Paul Bunyan, you stalking bastard? You might. And he says, what do you want? Hi, I'm Twilight. Hi. And, uh, what's your name? I am Control. That's a very sad name. Yes. So, we're wondering, we don't really belong here. Uh, would you be able to let us out? No. Why not? I am Control. And make a perception check for me, Twilight. Okay. You must reunite me with Alt and Delete. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers are missing. That was a 12. On a 12, you see that behind Control is the robin is inside of a birdcage. Uh, sitting next to a big cozy chair in front of a warm fireplace. There is a plate of toast with strawberry jam right there on the little table next to the chair. It looks like they were, look at this, this hunter and the bird were sitting down for a nice little snack. And then we go back to Vert! Back to Agent Double O Vert, seducing the ladies and killing rabbits. <sighs> Got two kills. Uh, I'm going to let a firebolt off at the big rabbit. Cool, cool. And that is just going to be a spell attack. That's 18 to hit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That hits. Okay, what are we doing? So, that's going to be... That is uh, six damage. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, you blast rip Carla, and she's like... But not dead, but very close. Mm -hmm. And then I will continue moving uh, away into the forest. Yeah, following following the line you've created with your lightning bolt, you are now out of the crowd of rabbits, but you are away from Torin. Yes. Cool. Goes to the rabbits. Uh, the rabbits are going to try to attack you, Vert. Mm. Uh -huh. That's how they do. That one's going to miss. That one's going to miss. This one's going to recklessly attack. It's going to miss. Everything's terrible. What's yeah. the point? They just all get bored and start <laughs> humping because they're rabbits. What I I just rolled six single digit numbers, so everything's terrible. You're doing great, buddy. Yeah, I'm okay with this. Vert, what's your armor class again? Uh, it's a sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. One more, 
Hey, there we go. Alright, one of them's gonna hit you, Vert. Vert, you feel like, uh, like looking at your body, you feel like you've never sustained this much damage before. You, again, you don't feel any pain, you don't feel any injuries, but you do see you are covered in tiny bite marks, and you were losing a lot of blood. Mm. Torin. Uh-huh, no. Not yet. Here comes another one. Hey, there we go. And, oh, cool. So, rabbits jump all over you, Torin. Torin, rabbits jump all over you, and this time, fed up with trying to bite through your thick armor, they've jumped onto your shoulders and have begun nibbling at your ears and eyes. I flex my eye muscles. Oh god, you <laughs> blink with the force of Hercules. Uh, even though you know they are hitting you, you can't tell for how much. Uh, you can only tell you're sustain you are sustaining some minor wounds. Little cuts on your face. Goes to Ripped Carla, who's on her last leg in a lot of ways, and she's going to try to attack you one more time, Torin, trying to take you out. Hey, there we go. That one's going to hit. Ripped Carla is going to punch you, finally. Yeah, so Ripped Carla gets you, and uh, it actually takes the wind out of you, as you can feel the force of the blow strike against you. And it takes the wind out of me as I let out the largest dragon fart. Oh, God. Hey, I got another hit. All right, this one, not for as much, but uh, Carla winds up and then smacks you again, Torin. Uh, you you take this one on the on the chin, your dragon chin. Dragon chin. Uh, say so you're getting you're getting beat up, and it's gonna go to Torin now. In my delirium, I play my dragon flute. <laughs> How are you playing that with a helmet on your head? There's not even a blowhole in this knife. The hole you blow into on a knife is called a blowhole, right? It's just a dragon sword, but to scale a vert crawling out of the dirt. <laughs> it's just vert in a costume. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone insane. Game over. This needs to end. They're just drooling on themselves and imagining random things. What do we do, boss? I don't know, Torin. Take your damn turn. Uh, swinging away again. I'm going to try to finish off the... What was the name? Craig or... Robin? Carla. Rip Carla! <laughs> okay, so 19 for that first hit. Oh yeah, that'll hit. And the second swing is just going to be like a generalization hitting rabbits like the first time. Oh, but this like first hit was for specifically Carla. Go ahead and do the Carla damage. Carla damage... 17 again, because I rolled a 12. Carla dead. You lop off her giant head. Just chop off the head clean. The other rabbits, yeah, clean. And the other rabbits are like... <gasps> Kill! Kill with even more resolve and bravado than before. Uh, your second your second swing is a big swipe, right? Take that with advantage. Okay, so rolling d20. That was a 9 plus both 6 plus the 2 of the weapon. So, no matter what, let's just say it hit there, I'm guessing. Yeah, that'll do. And you just, uh, they didn't have a whole lot of damage left on them. So let's roll damage. Yep, yep, yep. You shouldn't have to roll very high. So eight. Oh yeah, that's enough. So yeah, you just cleave through and now there's an open path. Um, the other rabbits look like they're going to try to take you out. Before my turn ends, I knock on my scythe again and ask it, Hey, what should I do? You're a psychic being before, you know, me and Hercules... Enslaved isn't too strong a word, is it? You purified me, and now I want to do good things. Yes, so tell me in my brain, what do I do in this situation with other things in my brain? Can you fight them? This reality isn't tethered to anything but the rules of those who have made it. 
So my guess would be these rabbits could come back as many times as they want, even after you've killed them. I would suggest you retreat and find something that'll keep the rabbits away. You're right, Scythe. Strap it back to my back. Hey, Vert, I'm asking you, can I pick you and Debilica up and run? Uh, no, I mean, you can. I, I've been clearly trying to make my way away from the... You've cleared the way at this point. Yeah, I've cleared the way, you've cleared the way, so I pick up Vert and Debilica and just start bolting. Wait, I've never... This is actually quite nice. You get to like it. I can run faster than their graphics card. And you run into the woods and you see the same cabin where Twilight is... Uh, we're going to say we're out of combat for right now. We're gonna, You see the same cabin where Twilight is at the... Um, looking at Control, this hunter named Control, who has said, no, he's not going to let you out of here. Twilight, you are back in this conversation. So if you're not going to let us out, could I come in? It looks like you're having a nice meal. The hunter like looks around like he needs to check with someone. He's like, I guess... Okay. Before he gets a chance to respond, Twilight's already walking towards it. You're in the room. <laughs> like, walking inside. Make another perception check. Gonna give it a little bit more time before I say that the rest of the gang just bursts through the door. <laughs> that was a 21. Yeah, on a 21, you notice this uh, cabin is a pretty nice little two-floor uh, two affair. There's a there's a, there's some stairs that go up. You see, it's got, like, all these great, like, little cabin accoutrements. It's got a pantry and a coat rack. Mitch, wait. I know you're the DM, but can I request that I describe something? I guess, yeah. As you turn your eyes around, you feel like they didn't plan on this being a level, and every time you turn your eyes, it's almost like something is still popping into existence. Yeah, just just <laughs> on the corners of your vision, yeah. The crap, crap, crap. Gotta make this program like the wind. <laughs> you also notice, now that you're inside, you can see the robin inside its cage. You see it a little closer, and you notice the robin's skull is open, and there's no brain inside. Ew. It, hey. it bounces around and like hey. looks up at you with big puppy dog eyes, but a bird. Oh, you're kind of cute. And Twilight goes to pet the robin. And Control grabs you on the shoulder. This is, you are not uh, permitted. I'm not permitted to what? You already said I could come in. You are not permitted to touch the robin. Why? You are not permitted to touch the robin. Yeah, I get that, but why? Clarification seeking. Granted, you are not permitted to touch the robin. Why are we still playing? We have the Leviathan. We can do something right now. Uh, that's that's not going to fly, bud. We need to play or we can't run this thing. To be honest, I am feeling invested in your story too. I want to know why Twilight is not permitted to be in that place. See, there's value in this. I just I need a minute. What's his deal, guys? I... I think he misses his dogs. Do you have any idea where they might be? Unfortunately, no. They were gone when the base was bombed. I think they escaped, but we haven't seen them. I'm sure they made it. They seemed... scrappy. Right, Ren? Still, he has a point. Who, Manny? See. Si. What if we were to show Robin what we are doing? Maybe we can scare her and the overseers into leaving us alone. Robin is back? She has been broadcasting this whole time. Un momento. Oh, yes. Can you feel that, everyone? There's electricity in the air. 
Of course, we have literal electricity constantly coursing through your collective minds as you enjoy true reality. But I'm speaking of excitement. The city is truly alive, and that is because of Potra Blatt's new revitalization project. We have warm hugbots and drones across the city, eliminating any and all encroachers they come across that do not immediately pledge their loyalty to Potroblat. They are reclaiming what is ours, and only through blind, undying loyalty and our endless financial support will they succeed. through blind, undying loyalty and our endless financial support will they succeed. Okay. So, Robin is back. Yes. And she is bringing back her community events. <sighs> Shrock, what can we do? I've got some ideas. But it won't work until we get Chrissia helping out again. <clears throat> I was just talking to Liam. <clears throat> he said that they'll keep the engine running if we were playing at the same time. Excellent, Kevin. Can you and your mark pilot us here? I I don't... Um, yes! Yes, I can! <laughs> uh, Mitch, can we play while I pilot this thing? I got no complaints. Jay? Uh, just tell me where to go. Hey, uh, Manny! Manny, you ready? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, let's play. Alright, go ahead and start us off while uh, Kev and I go grab our seats. Okay, so Torin and Vert and Debilka have made it back to the cabin. Or I suppose made it to the cabin. Uh, First through Tor the door and slam it behind us. You do that, and outside you see the rabbits have stopped and formed a, a circle around the cabin. They don't seem to want to go past the skinning racks that are outside and lining this whole cabin. They know this is the cabin of the hunt. Uh, Torin, uh, you're holding your two friends and you see this. There is a bird in a cage here. Uh, Twilight's I see here. some stranger holding on to Twilight's hand, so it's like, ah, must be an enemy. And I toss Debilica and Bert at him, shouting, claw at its eyes. And I guess Debilica's gonna say, like, all right. Uh, Vert would like to cast Charm Person. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Charm <Yeah>. out its eyes. <laughs> Charm out its eyes. Yeah, that actually sounds like something Debilica would do. Oh. Um... <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and uh, charm person. Uh, it's a wisdom saving While throw on your While soaring through the air at the target. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, I'm going to succeed on that. Okay. Yep, sorry, buddy. It's, yeah, it's just blat. Didn't work. Uh, you get that sort of feedback like like it. you didn't hit a mind. Mm. You just you just attacked a thing um, with the magic, but the magic had nothing to latch on to. Mm. But you do feel a mind as you launched it. But the thing is, the the idea of there being a mind here is... It's, it's more nebulous. You got this sensation that there was a mind in the room to hit. Uh, it feels like it might be coming from that bird, but it's like more all around the house. As you can see now, as you look, the bird doesn't seem to have a brain in it. Uh -huh. And with that, uh, I think we're rolling initiative, my guys. Oh yeah, wait, Debilica's got a claw eyes out. Yeah. Oh my god, she's gonna hit! Did Debilica charm person? Ooh. No, she, Debilica latched onto him. 
and like from behind is like a piggyback ride and just starts scratching at his eyes and she's actually going to do some damage to him. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing we've ever done. Probably not, because... So where does Vert land? All right, I'll cast the spell. The spell fails. Just bounces against the guy's thigh. Vert lands. lands Vert lands on the comfy chair in front of the fireplace where you can see there is some toast. Uh, oh, can I have the toast? And we're going to roll initiative again. Or we could keep... You want to keep the same ones? Or you want to try to roll? Uh, well, actually, Vert got a nat 20. Oh, yeah. I also got a nat 20. <laughs> oh. Uh, nice. I rolled a two. Minus what's one, your, uh, so what's one. What's your dex, Vert? Plus three. Okay, you go uh, before I do. I got a plus two. I go last. Very last. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. Debilica might suck. Well, it is Mitch. <laughs> oh, he didn't hear me. No, I heard you. I'm just blocking it out. <laughs> the healthy way. Like most things. So, Vert, you land on the couch, and you, uh, you're in combat. And as you turn to control to start your fight, you see Control's flannel shirt flies open, revealing a ten-pack of abs. He's just <laughs> he's just real ripped. Ooh. He's a real hot-looking guy. He's so sexy fool. Speaking of ripped, that shirt keeps, like, going up and, like, floating to form a set of flannel wings. His axe grows to seven feet in length, and it he, he starts glowing purple and hovering off of the ground. Now You're you fighting take Paul your Bunyan, Doctor Strange. We get it. Yeah, yeah. So this is like one of those Nime things, right? Yeah, straight from Nime. From Nippon, from the country of Nippon. Yeah. They were real into their cartoons back then. They were very, very into their cartoons. So yeah, this guy is, is very Nippon Nime. Uh, what, what happens is Vert flies through the air, lands in the comfy chair, watches this unfold in front of him, is grabbing the toast at the same time that he lets fly... Six magic missiles from his hand, and he's That's munching on the toast. <laughs> I don't bonus care if the action. toast gives me any HP back. It would be just, just bonus, bonus action toast. But yes, bonus action is toast. Uh, yeah, uh, roll Very damage. Okay with that. 20. 20 is a lot. Oh, hold, hold up. Nope. Back that up. I messed that one up. Oh, you a big fine woman when you back that roll up. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, that was 21. I'm sorry. Yeah, poof. Uh, you you slam magic missiles into this into control. Uh, he's not happy about it. Goes to Twilight. Okay, that that got a little intense, but that's all right. We can do this, no problemo. And Twilight, now that they don't have Control's arm on their shoulder, goes and grabs the bird. Uh, you did start out right in front of Control. I want to warn you. So this would be an attack of opportunity. No, he was behind me. Yeah, adjacent. Uh, Control is in melee combat already. He is in melee combat. Yeah. With Twilight. But Debilica. Oh, with Twilight and Debilica, yes. Yeah. So I think I think he's busy. Uh, uh, Actually, is so he, he grappled? <laughs> She's on him. Oh, is he grappled? That is an interesting... Let's check. <laughs> Because if she's on his back... I wasn't considering him grappled because he's, like, hovering. I mean, well, technically, I mean, Debilica's grappling with his eyeballs. <laughs> Mitch, Kevin and I are literally driving right now. You need to be the one focusing up for us. Oh, okay? my God. <laughs> no, he's not grappled. Okay, fine. <laughs> Just worry about the attack of opportunity. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, do it. Cool. Here it comes. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Yeah? Yeah, yeah how'd that go? I got a one. Did I... Did that go well for you? No. Did you just say you got a Did one? Yeah. That means you hurt yourself, boy. Yeah, something true. bad got to happen. 
That is not true. That is not how it happens. The point is, he's going to miss. He's going to swing and a miss, so you're free to grab the bird. You grab the bird right off the cage, you're holding a bird with yeah, no brain. Yeah, I grab the bird. You grab the bird. Does the bird have the word? It does. It doesn't have a brain, though. Debilica's turn! Debilica's going to claw at his eyes some more. Uh, she's not going to get past his uh, AC, it would seem. Um, and she's going to roll the hang on, and she's going to fall off. I wore a bulletproof vest on my eyeballs. Oh, God. It's just like he's, like, moving his head around and dodging. Uh, Control is going to take his turn. He is going to uh, turn around on Debilica, and he's going to hurt her. He's going to slash with his axe. Oh, he's going to nail her. He doesn't have any disadvantage from having his eyeballs clawed? Nope, he's good. His his eyeballs, oh, my God. Blah, blah. His blah, blah are glowing with a purple light. Blah, blah. And then he's going to raise a hand to you, Torrin, and he's going to blast you with a green light that just knocks into you. Oh, that's going to do a pretty big chunk of damage. It feels like as hard as it was when you got punched by uh, Ripped Carla earlier. So what are my hit points at, or do I still not know? You feel like you're at about half of what you should be at. You're approaching half. So let's say 33. So you say you're, say you're, uh, you're scared. Goes to Torrin. I don't know if I want to go with my zone of truth idea or just go with regular attack. Oh, no, no, no. Please, please show me where this zone of truth idea is going. All right. I'll use up the rest of my spell slots to cast zone of truth. Yeah, honestly, show the Krissa what this zone of truth idea is going. Because I can tell you, you know who doesn't know where it's going? Me. <laughs> <laughs> so I cast zone of truth in the entire 15 foot radius area. All right. Uh, and, all, and all enemy creatures must make a charisma saving throw. Yes, On a failed save, try. you can't speak a deliberate lie. Also, I think, doesn't it impact us also? And I know whether you succeed or fail. Uh, I want to say it does. Doesn't that hit everybody? Is it just enemy creatures? Or I is thought it, it was supposed to be everybody. Create a magical zone until the spell ends. A creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn yep. or starts its yep. turn there yep. must yeah. make so I can a tell charisma you, saving throw. Uh, control failed. Debilica succeeds. Twilight also failed. Twilight fails. Twilight must tell the truth. What What does the bird roll? What did Vert get first? Vert does not pass, um, but I don't think Vert would have even resisted it. Yeah, he's like, you have to tell the truth now. Uh, the bird, <laughs> I always tell the truth. <laughs> the bird is going to fail. And the bird says, the bird says, oh God, what do birds say? I just shot out. All right, you have to tell me the truth. How do I defeat you and the tentacle faces? Oh God. I am but a construct, and I will be killed when dissolved. After that, the rabbits will come for you, and then you will die here, and you will die in the illusion, and you'll die in real life. So how do I defeat that? You would have to escape, but nothing in this realm has the power to let you escape, except maybe the robin. Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. Do I kill the robin or catch the robin? You already know you know the robin will let you out. I wasn't supposed to tell you that. I don't like Zone of Truth. So I charge at the Robin. Uh, yeah, Robin looks panicked. <laughs> I mean, I already have the Robin in my hand. Yeah, as you say, so does Twilight. <laughs> nope, here's the thing, folks. You just cast Zone of Truth, correct? Mm-hmm. And Twilight failed Zone of Truth, yes? Twilight has to, so tell, you have the to truth. tell the truth. Twilight's eyes begin to pool with that same black <clears throat> icor. Mm-hmm. And the pooling color seems to spread much further than it ever has before, spreading across their skin. And their normally brighter shade of purple becomes a deep, dark shade of purplish black. 
and their fur almost seems to be like pointy like almost if you touch them it would hurt and they crack their neck and they look at all of you and go excellent i didn't think it would be so easy and twilight um is not twilight anymore Yep, Twilight has reached the, uh, what did you call it? Albansite? Yes. Twilight has returned to being Albansite. And then at the end of the turn, uh, Torin, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Why do I need a constitution saving throw? Because Control has pointed a finger up at you and has blasted you with some kind of green ray beam. I guess that doesn't get proficiency bonus, so it's just my constitution plus what I rolled. Saving throws, specifically, should be up in the upper left corner of your sheet and should tell you. Well, it's not a constitution save. I have wisdom and charisma. Oh, wait, shit. I could have been adding that to wisdom and charisma this whole time. Just for saves. Um, so, okay, so, uh... But yeah, so it's a 16 plus 1, so 17. Wow, you passed. You resist a ray of enfeeblement that would have taken all of your strength attacks down to half damage. Like I said, you resist you can't make a dent in these muscles, and I just flex, <laughs> and the spell breaks against these muscles. Yeah, like you're covered in like the green light, and you just flex, and the green light like sh- like shoots off of you in all different directions. Goes to Vert. Vert, demoralize it. Sleep with its mother. Be the true dragon I know you can be. That would demoralize anyone. Strock you, Vert. No, strock you, Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> strock you, Vertsy. <laughs> no, strock you, Torzy. I struck your mom. <laughs> Uh, alright, so Vert's gonna let another magic missile go, and he's gonna put five of them out, straight at, yeah, straight at Control. Control is, uh, tired of your BS, so he's going to reach a hand out, and then close a f- close his fist, and as your magic missiles go flying out, you feel them get countered. Okay. Yeah, he shut you down. Goes to Twilight, unless Vert wants to move, you still have movement action. Um... Just does a little dance. <laughs> uh, yeah, free action. Moon's control. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> Albansite, you're next in the order. Excellent. Albansite surveys the room and looks at Vert and Torin and Debilica almost with this kind of murderous intent and cracks their neck again and goes, So, you are the ones that have been keeping this form safe. Well then. I suppose I should be grateful. And Albansite walks over to Control and places a hand on his head and casts Shatter. You're going to need to make a spell attack roll for that. I still get advantage, right? Do you still have the bird? Uh, are you recklessly attacking with Shatter? <clears throat> then yes. A point blank Shatter. Ooh. Yeah. But that was a nat 20. <laughs> well, that's why we have Reckless Attack. Go ahead. How much damage have you done? So I get... How does that work with spellcasting? I get 3d8, and then I get a bonus damage as well. Well, hold on. Is Shatter a save or a spell attack? Because those are different. Oh, it's a save. It's a save. So you get nothing. Just you get kidding. nothing good day, sir. Uh, but I'm going to yeah. fail the save. But you so do we'll get disadvantage damage. on that saving roll. Yep. Uh, uh, roll the damage for it. I totally fail. Okay, perfect. That was a 16. Yep. And just so you know, image-wise, uh, Albansite put it on, put their hand on the head because I'm concentrating it around his skull. 
Oh, yeah, and you see, like, the, the sheer force, like, shock through his head and his image wavers. And, and like, he has to, like, re-knit his illusion back around himself, but that hurt him. Um, and as and as he's doing that, Twilight looks at the bird and goes, I mean, Alvin Sight looks at the bird and goes, Reveal the way out now, or this will be you. The bird starts tweeting. Uh, he starts tweeting very offensive things. And then he starts. Oh no! Oh no! There are hashtags. And, oh no! And then he starts tweeting. Oh no! Like, it's telling me that I'm fake news. Running to the edge of the cage and like like trying to indicate a direction. And suddenly we're out because the bird got canceled. <laughs> well, the bird shouldn't have said all those things in 1996. <laughs> the bird runs to one side of the cage and just starts tweeting uh, to indicate a direction. Uh, and it's it's tweeting towards the uh, it's tweeting towards control right now. And it can't lie to us because it failed in a zone of truth. Hold on, it's tweeting towards control? Yes. So it's like, I guess since you're like right up in his grill, then like the bird is flying against the edge of the cage and be like smack, 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 like up against the, the cage. Debilica's turn. Oh yeah, Debilica's gonna break out the nunchucks and she's gonna attack recklessly. So wait, the bird and the control can't lie, but both are saying the other is responsible for escape. Yeah. Control straight up said he's not going to help you escape. Not that he's going to help us escape, but he couldn't lie and he told us the bird was the key to escape. Yep, and the bird is is tweeting at Control. So something about Control is likely keeping the bird from releasing you. Hey, I have a question. When I shattered Control's head, was there a brain in there or anything? No, he was just he seems to just be basically a, a touchable hologram. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Debilica wound up and smack smacked on his head with her nunchucks. And she's just like, wow! Is this what you do to people? This is exhilarating! Did you make Debilica a monk character? Yes, her build is actually monk with some devil abilities. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. But she seems to be, uh, her eyes are just alighted. And she looks at Twilight's like, yes, you're getting it! Violence is the answer! Uh, and unfortunately, that's all she gets to say before Control winds up and... Oh, Twilight, I'm so sorry. Uh, Alvin Sight, you do not have an AC of 24, so you're going to take this hit. But wait. Okay. What? I am close enough to Torin to be shielded. But I don't have my shield out. I have... Well, oh wait, I didn't have a weapon out. I was running. We could say yep. I had my shield. Uh, no, I think Twilight's going to get hit here. But I have protection, and we rarely get to use it because of people <laughs> like you. No, that's fine. You can hit me. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time you've been hit, uh, but this is a good hit. You feel this axe cut deep into you, Albin Sight, mm -hmm. uh, and your blood comes out black and slightly fiery. Yep, it's very different than it normally is. Yeah, little wisps of smoke come off your blood, uh, and mm -hmm. uh, then he raises a hand towards, uh, towards Torin again, and uh, 23 is going to hit. Oh, wait, hold on. No, he just hit me. I'm going to catch Hellish Rebuke. Oh, good call. Alvin's like, wipes the blood they coughed up from their mouth mm -hmm. and grins kind of very maliciously mm -hmm. and goes, <laughs> cute. And, and Alvin's like, turns that blood into black fire and sends it straight towards control. For sure. Uh, please make a dex saving throw. Fail. Awesome. You're going to take the full. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I rolled two tens. You max the damage. That is beautiful. 
Oh yeah. yeah, Control goes down to one knee and and roars because being on fire. It's gonna go to Torin's turn. Oh yeah, so Torin, you got like grazed by the Eldritch Blast that Control fired at you. It did hardly any damage at all, and uh, it's now your turn, Torin. Well, I've used up all my spell slots. Used up the acid on Vert's chains earlier. What can I do? Did we ever figure out what Ring of the Mule would do to me? Uh, it can give you knockback as much as it can knock back your whatever you're hitting. Eh, I guess I'll just swing twice with Hydrafang since you wouldn't let me break out the sword and shield to protect. You could use a bonus action to switch your equipment. Well, I wouldn't really be switching. I'd be using a bonus action to take out equipment because I hadn't really started the battle with a weapon out. I mean, same thing. So Hydrafang, since it's the strongest weapon I have right now. Cool. So for the first hit, I roll... 15, so with all the bonuses, yeah, that hits. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to bother. 11. Let me do the math on that one, because it might. So 11 plus 6, 17, plus the 2. Okay, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't striking matter. It's so Welcome many to bonuses. doing damage. <laughs> yeah, you're a big meaty man right now. You should be doing a lot of damage. All right, so now rolling for both damage. 3 plus 3, so 6 plus 2. So eight. Okay. On that first hit. Mm-hmm. Ten plus three plus two, so fifteen. Oh, that's good. So yeah, control is looking very weak. Um and at the end of the turn, uh control is going to stand up and raise a hand towards Albin Sight. Actually, not raising, you're right next to him. He's gonna put a hand on you, Albin Sight. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. And wait, you get pluses for my aura protection. Wait, does my saving throws stack with what I would give? Um, no, I think it's just the aura. Okay, so because it gave the bonus of my charisma modifier, so yeah, just the modifier. So am I getting bonuses or not? You're getting plus two. Okay, that's an 18. Okay, you're gonna save. Because it would be plus four if my saving throw, like, modifier also kicked in with it. As the, uh, as Control tries to put a suggestion on Twilight that says, come back, and Albin Sight resists it. Yep. Uh, and then we're going to go to Vert. Well, Vert's already been wandering around, wearing the guy's robes, eating his sandwich from his fridge. <laughs> Vert's having the best day. Vert's enjoying the house. He just has all this weird stuff under the bed, too. Don't read those. <laughs> <laughs> it's very controlling. Um, it's just a massager. <laughs> no, no, you know what it is? It's it's one of those hand mixers. Just comes up from the basement holding a martini. <laughs> What's happening? Are we still fighting? I thought we finished this. I mean, what are you guys doing? You guys are in danger. Wait a second. <laughs> Why is there a basement in this cabin in the woods? I also found this really cool book down there. Um Alright. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I opened it and everything. There's really cool stuff. Yeah, you have to see this new thing I can do. Uh alright, so <laughs> Does this thing look like it's in bad shape? Yeah, he's in real bad shape. Okay, so Vert's gonna sort of, hmm, and then he's gonna let another magic missile go. Okay. Uh, it's 19 points of damage. That's real good. 19 points of damage brings control down to a knee. Oh, he's already on knee. His other knee. He's on two knees now. He stopped hovering. <laughs> so it, he's not quite my size, right? Yeah, he's just, uh, 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 and his, his image is like, bzz, 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 bzz. uh, Albin sight. Well then, what should I do with you? Albin Sight's gonna grab the bird 
and put the bird in front of Control and go, show me how to free us. We're still in a zone of truth. Control feels compelled to uh, say, I have the key to the cage and I've hidden the pieces of the brain in the house. Then if you put them together, the robin will recover and be able to use its magic. Where is it? One is upstairs, one is downstairs. And, and then, Albin Sight, yeah. upon hearing this information, takes out their talon sword and goes to cut off his head. Uh, roll the hit. Albin Sight's pretty vicious, y'all. I don't know if I told you, Twilight's definitely a Gemini. You know, I just think they have two sides to them. <laughs> we will question um, this later when we're not in a make-believe land, so I still don't know if this is real uh, or not. It's the only saving grace. That was a 22 to hit. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Go ahead and roll that damage job in sight, but you might not even need to. Okay, and this is going to be a two-headed slash. Yep. Albin Sight's having this whole dramatic moment of murder and everybody else just got bored and is wandering around. Mm -hmm. Thorn's <laughs> eating a whole roast chicken from the kitchen. <laughs> Debilica's taking a bath. Did, did you find the mustard? <laughs> yeah, just Vert walks back in like, what's going on? Uh, Albin Sight, uh, you go to leave this final cut onto Control and Control raises a hand and you think it's to spell cast on you just one last time in its final moments. Um, mm -hmm, and as, mm -hmm. you're, as you cut into its neck, it says banishment or but you know in its voice banishment and you cut its head off and the necklace it was wearing around its neck with a key on it falls to the floor uh, and control is dead and you're out of combat outside you see the rabbits have swarmed around the cabin and they've slowly been getting closer and closer as though wondering if the hunter is still in there well we're out of combat so can we say that we barricaded the doors and windows not immediately well, hold on. Did the banishment do anything, or did I kill him too quickly? You killed him, and Albin Sight is definitely not banished. Okay. Uh, as you look around, uh, you notice, though, that Debilica is gone. Albin Sight is not impacted by this. Um, <laughs> Albin Sight... <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> it's just it's funny it's genuine comedy is that that's what that is <laughs> not my problem so Torin leans down like leans over to vert and then in draconic is just asking so hey what, what should we do about this the bird is like tweeting towards the key or no i mean i'm saying this about like albin sight with vert in draconic well, it's not attacking us. Let's uh, <clears throat> let's keep an eye on it. Um, also, I'm not even sure if that's from the whole Mind Flayer thing or if it's just Twilight's form. All right, so we'll see how this plays out. I mean... Albinsight hearing uh, Vert say Twilight in Draconic goes, My name's not Twilight. And Albinsight looks over at, at them both and goes, Dwarf. Lizard, go and get the other items. And Albin Sight opens the cage. And the bird uh, flies out and just sits on your shoulder. Pooping. Pooping. Does anyone want to look outside real quick? Yeah, you do. Yeah. So you look outside. I'm going to say someone does. Why well, ask like we have a choice, Mr. DM? Well, I'm trying to be like, I should just give you this information. It wouldn't be fair otherwise. Outside, the rabbits are slowly encroaching on the cabin. And 
looking out, you see you are surrounded. You don't know how long you have until they figure out that the fight with the hunter has stopped and that the hunter, the thing that they are most afraid of, is no longer there. And you spread chaos among them. Let's introduce the concept of work unions. <laughs> um, for cast minor illusion with uh, the to make sort of the voice of control uh, yell out and that's why you are never going to win uh, yeah you see the rabbits recoil from that but we'll see how long that keeps them at bay uh, you seem to have bought yourself some time Vert runs upstairs and uh, yells down I'm going to be upstairs trying to stay away from it. You guys deal with it down there. <clears throat> and I guess I go check. You said there was downstairs that where did it say the brain was? Uh, he just said there was one part downstairs, one part upstairs. All right. So I go downstairs. Downstairs, there is a pantry, a coat rack, a fireplace, a wardrobe. I pick up the conch shell to summon the merman. Oh, that, but the cleanup on that is a nightmare. Um, on the first floor there's a pantry a coat rack a fireplace a wardrobe tables chairs windows uh an oven so i break everything open to look all over just ripping doors off of things you start breaking things open let's do an investigation check torin albansite what are you doing while torin's doing that uh albansite walks towards the door Mm -hmm. and steps outside uh leaving the bird behind indoors and just kind of like stands in front of all these rabbits and goes, Control has ordered me to stand here to keep an eye on you. Come closer and perish. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a deception, or I guess intimidation check. I was hoping you would say, Can you dig it? Oh, the best part about that, by the way, is Albinside's still wearing the heels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Entire- yeah. I fully expected that. That was a 21, not natural. Yep, you got it. I don't think you can roll a natural 21. Well, I just got to go above their save. Once I say 20, it just comes out out of habit. <laughs> um, yeah, so you see the rabbits recoil. You've bought yourself even more time. I rolled an 18, but my intelligence is minus one, so 17 on my investigation. Okay, with a, that investigation check, I want to know, what are you checking? Check the oven. He mentioned the oven. I guess check the oven. Just gotta move these child corpses aside. There's nothing in the oven, there's nothing in the coat rack, there's nothing on the fireplace, and there's nothing on the wardrobe. You still have a few more places left to check. Vert, you are upstairs. Upstairs you see a bed, a closet, the windows, and a portrait of control. Uh, I'm going to examine the portrait of control first, and then uh, the bed and... and, uh, Alright, investigation check. Uh, It's a 14. You move the portrait over, and on the back of the portrait was what looked like a little gray rock. And as you move the portrait over, it immediately falls out. And you can see now it is the left hemisphere of a brain. All right. I'm grabbing that and taking it downstairs. Yep. Uh, from the window outside, you can see Alvin Sight holding off the rabbits uh, as they're trying to like slowly encroach in hesitantly. Uh, Torin, you got one more investigation check to make, sir. Uh, what else is there to investigate? Uh, you still have uh, chairs, uh, the pantry, uh, the windows. And there's windows the... downstairs from a cabin? Yeah, there's windows. There's windows no, You're on downstairs, not in the basement. You're in the first floor. There's only floor. two floors. Okay. The basement was a joke. That wasn't canon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Why couldn't we make it canon? Uh, you want to go look in the basement? That's not where I hid the brain. Okay, okay. Uh, I looked through the pantry. <laughs> Nothing in the pantry. Make a de- uh, make an investigation check one more time. Pantry was a dead end. 19 minus 1, so 18. 18 is enough! You got it! You notice that as you keep walking back and forth across Did you make this... it 18 out of spite for my armor class? No. <laughs> God, no. That's far... T- all right, look, is the government doing enough to spy on our paranoid schizophrenics? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, uh, you notice that there is one creaky floorboard that you keep walking across every time you uh, go to examine, like, a different thing in the, in the I house. I rip up multiple floor be- floorboards. You floor beds. Um, underneath the floorboard is what looks like a little pink rock. And on closer examination, it is the other hemisphere of a brain. I found something. I, mm-hmm. I have the other half. Bert, the not dwarf, but gnome. <laughs> is the bird still inside or is it on uh, Elven side? No, I left the bird behind. Okay. The bird's like sitting on the mm-hmm. windowsill, like just like dully drooling, staring out the window because it doesn't have a brain to control its actions. Uh, well, okay. So Bert sort of toddles over, grabs the bird, sort of gently places his brain piece in. Sure. We put our pieces together like the double dragon and put it back inside the bird. And it works. And here is what you see. The bird starts flying up and it looks at you and it says, Thank you. I finally feel whole again. And there is a flash of light as you are transported to another shack, a similar pleasant cabin like the one you're in, but the structure of this one is total, and the decoration of this one is totally different. It's nighttime now, and the three of you see this um, all together. You've been you've been moved together uh, in this new cabin. A glowing circle of runes is engraved into the floor, and it's quietly humming and glowing with a fiery light. Three figures phase through you as you as they enter the room. Uh, the first figure is an old woman with long white hair and a low-cut evening gown who is running as fast as a young athlete. Hobbling behind her is an old man in a red robe. She's, he's bald with tufts of stringy white hair coming out of his ears. He's weighed down with gold necklaces and religious memorabilia. The third is an old man, another old man, this one in a black robe, and he enters huffing and wheezing. The hair from his mustache and beard are so thick that they completely conceal his mouth. The red-robed man slams the door and raises his hands. He strains and then drops his arms in frustration. He turns to the old woman with desperation in his voice, and he says, Zoe, empower my spell casting again. I don't have the energy to hide the house. The old woman runs to the circle and drops to her knees. She shouts out over her own loud heartbeat, Alfonso, get over here! We don't have enough time. He'll find us even if the house is invisible. Just get over here, let's send him away! Alfonso, the red-robed man, turns just in time to see the other two old wizards surging the different colors of their auras into the magic circle. The ruins begin to swirl until the colors are fused into a confusing haze. Then, a violent whirlpool. Colors erupt from the vortex in streaks of lightning. 
Another second and the colors become ones you could never name, but seem somehow familiar. Suddenly the red... Suddenly, a red light pours in from the ceiling. Another swirling vortex appears, this time red and black and screaming like a wounded animal. The three spellcasters scream in horror as a green muscular arm emerges from the howling nether, swiping blindly with foot-long claws. Aaron! screams Zoe to the beautifully bearded one in the black robe. The black-robed wizard raises his arms from the portal and runes begin appearing around the monstrous arm. Aaron struggles, sweat covers his whole body in seconds. The demonic arm begins sinking from the ceiling into the floor. It stretches and deforms as it goes, pulling the body behind it. Fire erupts from the ceiling. More of the enormous body emerges. Multiple sets of leathery wings fan the flames before being pulled into the vortex in the floor. And then a face. The thing's confident grin is somehow wider than its head. Dozens of orange horns wreathed in flame curl back and down its head. But the eyes... There were no eyeballs. There was only white-orange fire and hunger and confidence. It looked nonplussed about the magical runes forming in the air and pulling it between the planes, as though all that mattered to that creature is the prey in front of it. Its other arm emerged from above. The monstrous thing slammed down into the red-robed one, ripping runes out of the air as the screeching mock cone of its strike caused a shockwave of flame. The runes recover their lost ground, burning themselves into the devil's green flesh. The rest of its enormous body is pulled through with a fiery explosion leaving only the one-clawed hand digging into the floorboards. Maybe you didn't know the sound of flesh tearing before, but now you do, and the nails separate from the fingers, and the beastly thing in its entirety is hurled violently down, and you can hear it laughing. The other wizards rush around the portal to Alfonso's side. Together, they desperately scour the pockets and packs that they have on their various pouches and bags for potions to get their friend back on his feet. He is in bad shape. A magical shield of blue light flickers like a shorted light, and blood is pouring freely from his ears. Behind him, the devil's long claws burn like torches, cracking and seething with heat and energy. The thing's laughter can still be heard, though it is slowing and becoming more distant. Zoe looks up at Aaron. What plane did you pick for banishing Portablat? The black-robed wizard just shrugs. And then the devil's nails explode like grenades. The three are caught completely off guard. Their still-open portal on the floor catches them in its own gravity. The three figures appear stretched and distorted before being pulled down piece by piece into the unknowable colors. On the floor at your feet, the robin whimpers and then drops its head defeated. We are here. The Leviathan is about to breach. Oh, I don't, um, where are we? We need weapons. And we need them to know what we've got. See? Uh, see. 
When Yang was in charge, he found some of their supply outposts in the city. We are just going to help ourselves. Now, Mitch. Yeah. I need you to patch me into Robin's tower. Sure. What are you planning? I am going to give everyone hope. Brace yourselves, guys. We're letting the world know we're still alive. Listeners, I am. Wh- what is this? Listeners, I'm getting word that the beast has just popped up in the west side of the city. It seems to be rising from beneath the earth. Why? How is this possible? I'm. Wait, I am receiving a transmission of some sort. One moment. I'll play it all for you. Uh, Robin, maybe this isn't the best idea. Elijah, I have a duty to the people. Here it is. Hola. My name is Amelia. I am one of the resistance fighters in the city, formerly the second in command of the Fang Huang. I am here to give a message to Robin and the overseers. You hear that, listeners? A message of love and adoration just for me. Now, Robin, we really should shut this We know you are under the overseers' control. We know your real name. The overseers have lied to us and manipulated us for too long, but no more. We are going to come and rescue you, Robin. And then we are going to save everyone who is still plugged in. We have your weapons. And, as you can see, we have the Leviathan. None of your pickup drones or warm hug bots can stand a chance against us. We will take back our homes and our lives. Riley, I'm coming for you, old friend. Don't worry. Dear... Listeners, it would seem that someone is hoping to die. Well, if you think you can come into my city and ruin my gala, you have another thing coming. Elijah? Yes, Robin? Call Lerong. I want tanks. I want mechs. Stay tuned, listeners. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, J Mark again. I really hope you enjoyed that episode of Tabletop for the End of the World. And guess what? The next episode is the final, I guess, normal episode of Act 1 of our entire podcast. We're wrapping up a lot of stories, gonna be implying some new ones, it's gonna be really exciting. Uh, after that will be a half episode, so that'll wrap up the meta narrative for this act. And then after that will be a moment's respite, so we'll level up before going on to bigger and better things things. 
Speaking of which, we need names. We don't spend any money on advertising to talk about the show itself, so we could really use your help. Uh, you could be named after characters like Alfonso, the uh, old wizard that was mentioned at the end of this episode, named for Alfonso underscore Conti on Twitter. We have so many new characters that we are going to be introducing, and if you would like to be named after one of these NPCs, all you have to do is tweet, Facebook, and or Instagram about the show with the hashtag UnpluggedRising. All of the characters will eventually have art, so not only will you be named after a character, but you can look at art of them and go, hey, that's me! And it'd be really exciting, so we could really use your help to get the word out. Anyway, that's all from me. We're still working on planning the rules for either the cosplay contest or the animation slash animatic contest, so definitely keep an eye out for that. But the next episode will be posted on June 12th, which is wild that we're halfway through this year and we spent most of the time in isolation and quarantine, but that's okay. I hope we've been able to keep you company during all this stuff. Anyway, that's it for me. Thank you so much, everyone. And remember, the Overseers are always watching.